guys, welcome to 80s Babies and the Great Cinematic Debate, the podcast where we rewatch and obsess over the movies that we loved as kids, the movies that we loved as kids, movies that ultimately shaped our generation as kids growing up in the 80s and the 90s. I'm your host Sam and I'm joined today by Charlie. Oh my god, I was waiting like... Who is it? Like, I don't even know, and I'm the only one in the room. But I was just like, the way you had it, like a question, like, it's someone different. This is a new zing zang zoo. Just trying to keep the fans on their toes. Oh, the tip of their toes. (laughs) Um, So today we are doing my favorite era of McDonald's toys. I'm sorry, we're doing Oliver and Company. But that era of toys on McDonald's were the best era. From like, what, late 80s to like, what, 94, I'm thinking? Pretty on point. Okay, so I don't remember then the Oliver and Company toys, because I was uh, not old enough to eat Happy Meals when this movie came out. Okay, so age shamey. That's perfect. Way to start off. But they might have done, because this was released on video, like after the like years after the fact like you know how movies really? were in theaters and then yeah like, like a couple months later they come out on vhs well this it was a year it. used this to be a year it. no shit this one came out on vhs in the 90s and it was released 88 yes right so that in case people didn't know i'm just putting that out there yeah, 88. um no kidding. That's so weird. So Do you know why? Because it was the rights to Billy Joel's songs or something? Because I can't imagine. I don't I think it was just like, it probably cost a lot of money to put something out on VHS. It's Disney! Yeah, but not everybody in the 80s, I'm guessing, had VCRs and were buying videotapes. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I found a VHS tape at a, a Blockbuster, which... What an old statement there. I was like, that's um, the <laughs> oldest sentence you've ever said. <laughs> and it was like an originally bought VHS and there's a price tag on it. And it mm. was like $70. That. So like, I think VHS. Is in $70? Like for rich people only. <laughs> for hipsters only. Okay. <laughs> oh, you mean the original cassette tape was $70? Yeah, the cassette tape. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I so, understand. Like, so the people, original price was $70 for what movie? It was a Tom Cruise movie. I want to say, not Willow. He wasn't in that. Um, I don't think there was one point in my life where I would have paid $70 to see Tom Cruise. (laughs) I don't care what choice dick he was. I don't. I just, $70? It's crazy. Bitch, that horrible channel where you can see the porn through the lines is, is free. You know what I mean? And you see more. I'll be honest with you. So, $70. Not back then. Back then, buying these tapes was a novelty. Like, to be able to watch a movie at your own choice, at your own time. Sure. Was luxury. Do you remember when uh, when DVDs first came out? Mm-hmm. And the huge selling feature was be the director and choose the cutscenes you want. And so, like, it was a short-lived thing. But, like, a huge selling point was, like... Ooh, you can go to this camera or this camera. You be the behind the wheels. Well, it depended on the DVD. But sure, yeah, but like the special features. Oh, and laser disc. Oh, I have. I still have the first copy of The Matrix on DVD. Mm-hmm. And they had the follow the white rabbit feature where you would watch the movie, but when the white rabbit would pop Did a up, bump you coke. could click on it. Right. Right. <laughs> It was the 90s. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I didn't do coke in the 90s. Me either. I don't even think I knew what it was. Anyways. So, 
you would click on the white rabbit and it would take you into like a in-depth part of the scene, like behind the scenes part of whatever oh, scene Oh, interesting. Yeah, but that was like the coolest special feature on a DVD that I had. Anything else was like, I remember like, you can jump to whatever scene you want. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> yeah. Never have cool. to rewind again. I remember like saying that to somebody like, you can jump to whatever scene. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh, cool, I'm, cool, 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 cool. Never rewind your get late fees again, or please be kind of rewind again. I used to love charging people for that shit when I worked at the video store. I'd be like, bitch, you gotta, oh, I gotta waste my time. Yeah, here's two dollars on you, ho. Here's two dollars on you. Oh, because you, as the video employee, had to rewind all of them because when you rent it out, how annoying is that when your tapes aren't rewound? It was annoying. Remember? Yeah. I, yes. remember. I forgot about people the fact had machines that you had to until just now. People had machines that literally the sole purpose was to re- rewind it so you can watch something new and didn't have to wait for it to rewind. People were that fucking lazy. I remember my friend and his family had one and I was like, "Wait, you have a VCR." Yeah, but now we can watch something else. How long did it take to rewind videos? Not long. Right? Not no, long. not long. Because it's not like it played the movie backwards. That is literally like, my point. <laughs> Could you imagine? It just slowly rewinds and plays it backwards. <laughs> Man, people are oh, lazy. Truly, truly ridiculous. They spent $70 on a VHS tape for Tom Cruise. And then also money to rewind it. For yeah, his parents had time. money. They were, they, were, they were not doing bad. Well, so anyways, moral of that story. This... Oliver and Company was not deemed worthy enough by Disney to be released on VHS. It wasn't immediately after. Great. But The Land Before Time came out at the same time, and that came out on VHS because I had it. That was I the shit, though. I never remember a time in my life where I didn't have that movie, you know? <laughs> so. That's like me and um, <laughs> Practical Magic. You don't remember a time in your life where you hadn't seen that? Where I didn't own the DVD itself. I do remember a time in my life where I. I did not. I refuse to think about that time. How about we put it that way? Any hoozles. Mm -hmm. So I think, I I just have a hard time with you comparing this movie to Land Before Time. I only do because they they came out at the same time. Okay, but quality. Oh no, Land Before Time is my shit. I love that movie. This Oliver and Company is not the Land Before Time. Mm -hmm. But if this movie had been on VHS, I'm sure I saw it before it came out. In the 90s, but yeah. because, like, on TV and stuff, because I knew what it was. Maybe that's why it doesn't but stick out I just as a didn't Disney flick. Watch out, I didn't watch it as much. This mm-hmm. is this movie is, like, the weird in-between of, like, classic Disney, like, your Snow White, Cinderella's, um, 101 Dalmatians, and your, like, Renaissance Disney. El Classico, right. Here. Mermaids and what have you. This is right, this is the last... Disney movie before the Disney Renaissance. Because it wasn't... Okay. Here's my rundown a little Oliver. And just the whole... Like, it was a decent movie for what it was. Mm -hmm. But to me, this was Saturday morning cartoons animation and writing and everything. It wasn't blockbuster animation flick. You know? I don't feel... Like... Because a lot of it... It was really pretty... But, like, it wasn't detailed. It didn't have depth to the city. It just showed you the first three buildings, and then it faded off into this, into nothing. Like, I don't know. I just felt like yeah, I think it, it didn't... Yeah, it was like a mix of animation. Like, sometimes it was really pretty, and sometimes it kind of looked like they were going for, like, the gritty, like, sketch of right. New York City. But then other times, like, 
But this isn't your... This but isn't... It, it's a mix. I thought it was a really pretty movie. It was pretty, but it was pretty for Saturday morning cartoons. There, I said it. I said I the damn a, thing. I thought I the writing reflected that, too. I think it's a level above that, too. Really? I think it's a level above Saturday morning cartoons, for sure. Okay. I mean, I see what you're saying of, like, the one shot where it's obviously just a painted scene and then just, like, the animals are moving in front Right, of it. and sometimes not even the animals. Nothing's moving. And yeah. we're still on that one panel for, like, a second or two. It's like, yeah. ah, are we phoning it in? It, that's kind of how I felt about, I felt about Fern Gully, too. Because Fern Gully did kind of the same thing where it would do these beautiful, like, trees and, like, vines and stuff, and then it'd just be green in the background. It's like, well, we kind of phoned it in, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're like, it's just... That's good. Mm, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. But, uh... I like the opening of this movie. Well, first of all... That's the best part of the whole movie, I, in my opinion. The opening song. sequence is great. I don't understand why everybody, like... I mean, I get it. The first ten minutes of Up. And that's, like, iconic as being, like, the best opening of a movie. And if you cry in the first ten minutes, it's, like, amazing. <laughs> but have those people not seen Oliver and Company? I cry in the first three minutes with Oliver and Company. Oh, you are oh, so lame! He's all alone in New York City. He is. He is. It gives me every time. It's such a good opening. It's so good. The, the opening's great. The song is great. It literally made me feel like we were back in that era in New York, and I've never been to New York in that era, but, like, but it just, it, it, it's yeah. so good at putting me back in how I felt in that moment of, like, just how I saw the world, and just, to me, this emphasized, like, my view as a kid of the world, or of yeah, New York City, also, I guess. Um, starts because you start with him in the song, but then once the song is over, and it's the next day... Mm-hmm. One, I love that Oliver is like up and at him and like has a bright attitude. Optimistic, even let's he hopeful. had a shitty day. Where's my mother? Right. <laughs> Wait, we don't even think of that. He lost his family and his home. Um, next day is oh. super chill. He, he must live in. Okay, I'm not going to say it. And then he. Everything from in that like first next five minutes. Five minutes is generous. It's not that long. <laughs> but it's from his point of view, and there's no... He's not talking. Like, we don't the know that he can talk it. yet. Yeah. And it's, like, different, like, audio snippets. Like, that's a beautiful little, like, short... It's almost like a silent movie where you just hear, like, the background noise, and, like, mm-hmm. you're following him, but there's no dialogue. I think that's a really pretty part. And you just really... Because you're enthralled with it, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And it's from the level of the kitten, so... I, it like as a kid, you're you see the world differently because everything's shorter. You're shorter. Here's my thing though. I think we peaked in that opening sequence. Uh yeah, it is like, <laughs> the best part of the movie. Like right? I was moved. I was with it. I felt up. I felt down. I felt like we went on an adventure, and then yeah. all of a sudden they started speaking, and I'm like, well, this didn't get better, did it? Okay. Yeah, I know. It kind <laughs> of went downhill. And like, okay, so this must have been Disney before Phil Collins had Disney's hands on. You know what I mean? Like, because this is well, Billy Joel Disney, and Phil I gotta Collins tell you, come around till Tarzan. No, okay. First of all, Genesis respect. Just because he wasn't with Disney doesn't mean he wasn't Phil well, Collins. Well, you said Disney, so I was just right. Okay. Okay. I see. My apologies. <laughs> I just mean Billy Joel didn't last as long as Phil Collins did with Disney. T. No shade. Uh, I don't really get what you're saying. Cause Phil, Phil Collins, Collins was on a did. few movies. Tarzan and... And. Ah! <laughs> Wasn't there another... What Did he I do a couple so. of movies with him? It's oh, not like they like, latch onto one person. Because you could say the same for Elton John. He that was just Lion King. King. 
Yeah. So, I and Billy Joel was right. just Oliver and Company. Fine. Phil Collins was just Tarzan. No, I could have sworn Phil Bolton Collins did another Hercules. one. Really? Michael Bolton's Hercules? I can go the distance. I didn't know that was him. I'm saying that wrong, but you know. The only wrong. song in my head from that movie is Those Muse Bitches, and I love them. I love Who them. put the bad and glory? Oh, sing it to me. Another Anywho, day. We'll let's talk focus. Hercules. I'm so sorry. We're, um, we're on Oliver. Um, Billy Joel. Oliver and Co. Here's what I think. I think Ichabod Crane had a psychological breakdown after the whole headless um, thing that happened in October. He moved to the city to get away from all the pressures of country life, which who the fuck knew that there was pressures of the country life, but because there's headless horsemen right around goddamn bridges, mm-hmm. you got to focus on what you know. So you run to the city because people means you could get lost. Now, he yeah, was so... I'm, I'm interested to hear how this He was up. so fucking crazy. He didn't know what to believe. He doesn't know what's up, what's down, what's yes, what's no. The dogs are his only friend because it's the only people that will, are willing to go on this psychological adventure with him, right? Okay, so pause on that for a second. Now, let's go back to the rescuers down under because homeboy, the villain, the, this is him, right? Okay, so what was first, down under or this? This. Okay, so here's my thoughts. So the mob boss man is obviously the uh, the evil guy from the rescuers down under. Like clearly the same person. Okay. I know that they have the same voice, but it's also look at the face and everything. So I feel like maybe he he's gonna be like the reverse Ichabod Crane, where this Reverse. crazy she <laughs> reversed. <laughs> um, he gets he falls correct because of these dogs and all this stuff he gets, he gets hit by a subway train i think he's dead okay okay but i don't think he is because he freaks out running from the police because he needed the money that that weird ichabod owed him money. okay he owed he didn't really owe him anything he just told ichabod yo i will sell you protection from this headless horseman you just have to pay me promptly that's why he's so crazy about getting him his money so far he doesn't want to die by the headless man and obviously the guy's lying to him and just wants to make him money and at the end the reason it's okay that he fell is because he was literally polluting this yeah sure he grabbed a kid but honestly you can make another kid okay and whatever that's my own personal whatever (laughs) i just think that after the fall he's like i kidnapped a kid I have all these angry tendencies. I just don't think I should be around society because I want to be better, but I just don't know if I can achieve it with all these pressures from all these other people. I'm out to the outback. And then he just couldn't help himself again. There's another kid. He sees something he needed. He can use the kid. A whole different story. So he's the one that locked up all the animals? Yes. Yes, because he just wanted friends because his dogs were his friends, and now they're gone. Okay. Did they die? Yeah, remember? They fell. That was a very long stretch. So you're so let let me just wrap that up real yes, quick please. in a nice little. Well, Pongo was in this too. We both said it out loud. I know that you noticed. Was for sure, I'm Pongo. just saying that was Pongo. Disney However, weaves. Disney weaves. However, one by the time Oliver and Company came out, mm-hmm. um, Pongo is dead. Let's be real about that. Okay, that got and morbid. <laughs> Let's just say that. 101 Dalmatians came out in like the 60s, I think. What? So, yeah. For real? For real. Like the animation? Yeah, for real. You blew my mind right there. I thought it was 80s, truly. I don't know. I don't think so. But I'll be Googling that later. Yeah, I'll Google it real quick. But I must say that um, Pongo 
was also not living in New York City. He might have been on vacation. He could be trapped. Thank you. I was like, don't you hold him back. Um, Yeah, it came out in 1961, 101 Dalmatians. Wow. 1961. Wow. So, by Oliver & Company, even the 101 Dalmatian puppies are also dead. Okay, I don't like this side of Sam. I don't like this side of Sam. Can we get the fucking orca loving Sam back in the room, please? Because homegirl, criminy. Oh man, also, not lucky, not patches. Also, Pongo joins in on the song where Billy Joel is swindling a little poor orphan kitty, and Pongo would never, you know, never. Okay, Pongo isn't a saint. He's just a dude that lost some fucking kids. So let's not sainthood this motherfucker. Okay. Pongo was a great father. He is a great father. Yeah, Doesn't R. mean he's a great person. R.I.P. Pongo. Um, dog. Anyways, <laughs> so we're gonna go back to your nice little uh, wrap up of your theory. Okay. So yep. you're you're not only linking 101 Dalmatians. Correct. You didn't link at all except to say Pongo's in it. Yep. Yep. Um, Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. And the rescue is Dananda. Dananda. And Oliver and Company. And I'm sorry to, if there's any Australian people listening. I can't control it. I just adore your accent. Yeah. I just want to put that I out there. I think they heard last week with Nicky Kidman. Nicky Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, do me next. <laughs> um, All right. Go ahead. So uh, your your theory is is that interesting? Because the Disney um, universe it's blow the Disney universe. I'm saying it's all connected somewhere. You just got to find it. If BuzzFeed had not laid off all their writers, I'm sure there would be an article about this. (laughs) Hot off the presses. We heard it from him. (laughs) Through the window. Oliver and Company, (laughs) Sleepy Hollow. (laughs) And Rescue is Dananda. And 101 Dalmatians. (laughs) I don't know what accent that was. I tried to do something. It didn't work out. Um, All right. Well, kudos to you. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm pretty sure either... You stumbled upon like. Do you remember that app? A crazy thing, and Disney is going to be sending you a decent desist, cease and desist letter. Ooh. Or. Or they'll ask a, me to write a book. The first one to come up with this theory. Oh goodness. Good for you. Let's move on. You know the the famous song from this sh- this sh- movie. Um, Once upon a time in New York City. No, the big one. Why should I worry? There it is. There it is. Is that the Why same song? Why should I care? That part of that song truly is the only part of that song that I love. The beginning part, I was like, Ugh, this isn't the song I'm waiting for. I'm like, oh, it is. Just gotta get to that chorus. And then it just nails it out of the park. Mm-hmm. I just... Okay, my point being, I the setup with the opening sequence had me fucking jamming. Yeah. And I remember from the preview before I saw this, the little chihuahua and the poodle dancing, and you, why should I care? And like, it looked like a jamming good time. Right, the trailer for this movie, I remember that they Best would movie play ever. it, was right. So good. So hype. So hype. Ready for this movie. Everything it has to offer. It doesn't quite live up to that. That initial hype. But, you know, still still with it. The best part of this movie were the McDonald's toys. Tito. He was not only the... I think I had the little Tito. He was the best. They must have redone it when it came out on VHS. They must have. Might have. Because he was the best toy. And my favorite vodka. (laughs) 
Truly, that's the only one I really love. I love Tito's. And Soju, a little thing about me, you just learned. We all just learned. Now. (laughs) But you knew. I didn't know you liked Soju. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Korean barbecue. It's the whole purpose. The Soju shots between cooking the meats. You know I love a good meats. <laughs> the shutter. <laughs> People, that no, wasn't a laugh. I went to Korean barbecue last week and I ate so much meat. Yeah, I that's normally, weird for you. I, right? Because I normally don't eat meat, but yeah. at Korean barbecue, you know, all of that's out the window. Yeah, it's. Did, was I'm it the sorry, good one? Sorry, Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm sorry, okay? You, did really? you go to the good one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. And you didn't take shots of soju? It was day and it was. Like lunchtime, and I had oh, to go to work. Oh, that sucks. That's the part of the, my whole experience with that because I don't love to eat that much meat, but between shots, just a little bit of lemon juice and a fucking big old shot of soju, and you are having yourself a good old time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, oh, I'm we so should, jelly. We just go again and let's stop talking about it because now I'm hungry. <laughs> Done and done. <laughs> um, what was your favorite part of this movie? Oh, I guess we already talked about that. You love the intro, like I love me. The intro. Yeah, the yeah. Sorry, I'll listen. Part. You're so great. And then it goes downhill, but it's okay. This is a, I mean, it's a cute movie. Oliver, adorable. Oliver is so cute, and let me tell you, Joey Lawrence was one of the first sexual urges that young Charlie Carlson had when he was a kid. Interesting. I know. And my first crush was Billy the Blue Ranger, because I loved his personality, too. It was all lust for that blossom motherfucker. And back in, when I was a kid, it was not okay, but for me to have, you know, I'm just saying, he was young then, and I'm not now, so it's not like... No, we get it. Okay, just put that. But, uh, yeah, no, yeah. Well, Joey Lawrence. Joey. Whoa! You know, Joey Lawrence is... I forgot he was was Oliver, first of all. Me too. Me too. I watch Celebrity Big Brother. I do. And Joey Lawrence is currently on it. And they keep talking about Blossom. (laughs) I don't understand why they don't talk about Oliver and Company. Or Boy Meets World. That's all Oh, that's his brother. That's That's his brother. But that's God, all that's some good genes. His parents did it well, okay? The fact that nobody on that show has sang Why Should I Worry to Him Yet <laughs> is, like, beyond me. People forget. People must forget. People he f- might... You know, Joey Lawrence might not remember. <laughs> I don't know. What? Why aren't we talking about Well, it? if he's a fucking teen actor from that era, he better not know or he wasn't doing it right, right? I do feel like Oliver and Company is a forgotten movie. We don't, like... It must be because of that whole years until VHS, because... It might be that. And because it came out right... It was totally eclipsed by the Disney Renaissance. Oh, yeah. Because what? Lion King came out at... No, it was until 90... Uh, Little Mermaid is the first of the Disney Renaissance. And that was in 90, wasn't it? 89. That was in 89. Mm-hmm. Fuck! When did Rockadoodle come out? Do you know that offhand? No, that's not a Disney movie, though. You know that, right? Who is that? Is that Don Bluth? I don't know if it's Don Bluth. It's somebody or Warner else. Brothers, maybe. Hmm. Intrigue. Sorry, yeah. but I feel like that. Yeah, I remember going Rock-a-doodle to see that one in the in, theater. I don't remember when Rockadoodle came. I want to Rockadoodle do with you, Rocky Rockadoodle do with me. I don't remember that movie like at all, except that it rains and then it There's floods. There's a flood, and then. Um, and then th- cartoons come in. He is a rooster like- that has to crow to bring the sun back, but he's depressed and he won't crow, girl. And so the sun won't come back. So everything just gets flooded and shit gets real. The little girl gets upset. It's adorable and it's sad. It's heartbreaking. But at the same time, was it Mm. a dream? It's a whole thing. 
It's the whole thing. Interesting. I fell asleep Sherry. in the movie theater. I'm watching it when I was a kid. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> surprise me about you. I did. I fell asleep first row. <laughs> Out. So obviously not that exciting. Not that exciting, no. But I watched it again at later, and I was like, yeah, this is good. What was wrong with me? It was yeah. a pretty good movie. I don't know. Maybe it's shit like this one was. I don't know. This movie's not shit. It's not great. I mean, it had Bette Midler great. in it, and I was yeah, underwhelmed with the song she sang. There's the parts of it that I love. Yeah. Like, the Georgette song is classic. It's almost classic. It's just so short to being just what I want to hear. I guess I want a little more Chicago in it. You know what I mean? A little more. Again, it's a kids movie, but that's the that's what you're pulling from. You know what I mean? So yeah, not that specific musical, but that era. Uh, but I just yeah, oh, I love of, her. There's a lot of stories in the '80s and '90s um, kids movies. I'm learning. I'm realizing. Mm-hmm. About poor little rich kids that like I still have feel a that way. No, life. <laughs> yeah, right. There's so many movies like yeah. that. But you and write I what you know. You write what like, you oh, know. Those poor kids <laughs> have to deal with that butler. It must suck to be rich. It must be so hard to not have to clean That's up your the toys. way they kept us down. <laughs> like they'll never have to play catch the cockroach. <laughs> they never get to (laughs) there it is good switch good switch the lord bless me with this life though i grew up in minnesota we didn't have cockroaches i mean i know they're there but it's not as prevalent of a problem because they die my friend and i opened up a cell phone once Uh, not a cell phone but a a office phone like one of those big ones with like the little different redirects and it was truly (laughs) forget this we both had hammers and we cracked it open in his living room in his um i'm sorry kitchen and we proceeded to smash all the bugs but on the floor so we're putting all these dents all over their apartment one why did you open up a phone because we wanted to kill the bugs Oh, you knew that bugs were he in He said, there. well, he goes, here, I got a phone. We just got to get all the bugs out of it. And I was like, oh, cool. That makes sense. Because I was a kid. Oh, wait. So they bought a phone. <laughs> they didn't buy it. No, no, no. It was one of their old ones. And I told them that our phone had broke. I don't remember why. I think my sister was fighting with my mom and shit got real. But he goes, oh, we have a phone. Let's just <laughs> open it up. And it was just so infested. We threw it away. This story is so tragic to me. <laughs> it really is making me so sad. Well, I was okay. Just. <laughs> Like, you needed a phone that bad that you're willing to just, like, let's just... Well, I was so young. I was a boy. I was like, let's just kill the bugs and we'll use the phone. I didn't know, like, how gross cockroaches really were. I must have lived a very privileged life because I didn't even see a cockroach IRL until I was in college. Yeah, and you do. And I worked do. in a restaurant. <laughs> Look at you with your health insurance and no, your there's... happy family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I saw bugs. But in Minnesota, <laughs> the, the, movie, bugs, bitch. the bugs are not that big because they die. Yeah, yeah. So cold I lived in Minnesota, too, though. Yeah. yeah. Right, I didn't see it. But I just didn't see a lot of... I don't know. Dude, it was a, I also avoided it was fun. that cost. Like, if somebody had said to me... Hey, let's open a phone and kill all the bugs inside. I would have said, never seen this person again. <laughs> I was going to say, it was probably a selective scene. Because right. you were probably just so terrified. Because I have literally seen you break down in tears because of a spider that you saw. I mean, like, it was very big. I mean, yeah. It was, it was terrorizing me big. in the car. Like, truly meltdown tears. <laughs> Not like a tear. And you were rude for <laughs> laughing at me. It was a difficult time in my life. It was so and Having funny. to drive with a spider somewhere in my car. I could have died. I could have 
time. <laughs> oh, it was so funny, guys. <clears throat> so yes. back to the movie. Uh, so this movie set unrealistic expectations for me. Oh, in what? In thinking that my pets, my cat, Twitchy Tail, and my dog, Lulu, would enjoy me reading books to them. Twitchy Tail and Lulu. Twitchy Tail. I love it. my cat. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would read, I would read books to them. I'm like, they fucking, they love this. They want me to read books to them. So I would because do the it. homeless and man read books. Didn't get that excited about it. Sure. Which is weird. Maybe it was the books that you selected. Maybe they were more of like crime mystery. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like I mean, ghost I tried stories. To cater, I tried to cater to them. Yeah. You know? they and we have that many. They were not interested in Sweet Valley Twins at all. I will say that. So I switched around. I was like, maybe they want to hear about animals. I don't know. Or or boxcar children. Yeah. R.L. Stein. They definitely did not care about watching movies like the the puppies in 101 Dalmatians. Do you know why? Like my dog did not care at all. They might now, because back then, the way that the TVs worked, dogs, their vision couldn't read the way that it was broadcasting the lights. Mm-hmm. Now that it's switched to LCD, they can actually see the image now. Interesting. So maybe they just didn't know better. They just didn't see it. Yeah, well, they did not want to watch Homer Bound. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, the idea of hanging out with a cat and trying to be happy about it, I get it. Oh, my cat. My dog loved my cats. The cats didn't like the dog. <sighs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, my we, cats We eventually got my dog a pet cat. Oh, that's <laughs> so cute. Or was it supposed to be yours? You just didn't care about it? No, Twitchy was my cat. Gotcha. Um, Twitcher. And then Twitchy. Twitchy tail was my cat and then we got Lulu her own cat Shadow cuz we were just fostering it until we could find it a home but Shadow just like was Latched finally on. nice to the dog. We finally had a cat that was nice to the dog and the dog was so happy about it. Oh, so that's so it. cute. So we let Lulu keep her cat. <laughs> that's so cute. Ah. <laughs> I saw this video footage of this chihuahua an 11-year-old dog died, and it that the day after they buried it, she took the food and buried some food oh, over there. Oh, my God, how heartbreaking. Would you bury food under my grave? Speak, um, no. Okay, well, bitch, I see you. Not like that little puppy. Hmm. The little puppy just doesn't know better. <laughs> um, you know that song that she sings? Which character? You and me together will be yeah it wasn't my favorite you'll see you know what's sad what homegirl doesn't realize that oliver's gonna die soon <laughs> what like within the next 15 years girl you are not gonna live together forever you and that cat listen bitch as someone who owns two cats right now this has gotten gross okay well when i was watching this i related so hard my cat i love twitchy tail so much I was like, we're going to be together forever. Like, guess what? Nope. He died. It is really heartbreaking, <laughs> and I can never watch this movie the same way again. <laughs> no, this believe me. This might have been the first time I've seen this movie since Twitchy died, but it is very hard. I was watching that, I was like, oh, she doesn't know. She doesn't have a... Can I just tell you one thing. thing about you? What? When we watched Air Bud, mm-hmm. you said that dog's dead now. When we watched Beethoven... All those dogs are dead now. Yeah. Literally every time we watch anything with pets, you t- you make it a point. Tell me that they're dead. I feel like maybe we need an intervention. You might have an issue, right now, with, yeah. your dying. You might have an issue with your dog Twitchy Tails dying. 
Uh, Twitchy Tail was my cat. His tail twitched. That's why it was. Right, 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 yeah. right. Lulu was my dog. They're they're both dead now. Pet death. Yeah. Abandonment, maybe. It was yeah. It was really hard for me. I haven't gotten over it. I haven't gotten new pets since then. Yeah, it's really sad. ever. Not since they died. No. Wow. So when it did how how long ago was this? Um, I was in college for both of them. Both oh. of them passed around the same time. I yeah. guess I never had a I had a couple pets growing up, but like never none of them that stuck around. They always yeah. ran away or some shit. Oh. So like, well, I had pets die when I was younger. Like my cat Casper at my dad's house, because mm-hmm. um, we had cats at my dad's house too. Yeah, Casper was my cat. Didn't love him as much as Twitchy. Sorry, Casper, <laughs> you were cute, but bad. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody could replace Twitchy. Um, this Twitchy was still alive. He just lived at my mom's house. Gotcha. Um, so Casper would like leave me dead mice like in my room at my dad's house. Like he was cute. He was a little cutie. Bye. Sweet. One day he got he died. He got hit in the head by the. Horse. Did he bring himself to you? <gasps> oh, that would be uh. devastating. <laughs> no. Did you see a corpse slowly drag itself to? You? But he, yeah, he died. I was still, well, maybe I was in high school then. I don't know. I was still young enough that, like, it was sad. Okay. Not that you can be sad any time that your cat dies. But my stepmom was so devastated that I was, like, less devastated. Like, she was, like, overly devastated that I was just, like, yeah, that's, it is sad. It is sad. Yeah. Anyways, are we going to get a new cat soon? Or, like... <laughs> are we going to get a pizza? <laughs> are we going to get a new cat soon? You bitch. <laughs> I think Duck and Chick are the only cats I'll ever own. I might switch to a different animal when they are when they get, like, five years older. Because then they're cats. gross. I want a cat, but I just don't know if I'm emotionally ready. And, okay. <laughs> It's just been a while, but I just, you know, it's hard. It is hard. It's a lot of love and a lot of shit to cleaning. Nobody tells you how much shit there is to, to deal with. I guess they did, but I didn't. I underestimated it. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then this bitch over here, you need to get two. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, but they're happy together. They are. They are. Like, look at Oliver when he was just... All of his siblings were plucked away from him. That could have been Chick. She could have been Oliver. Just all of her siblings plucked away, and she's just like stuck in a mudslide somewhere in Malibu. Oh! I don't like this story. Stop it! And who says I went to pick Chick? You would have picked up. I would have because of the slash by his eye. It's so cute. Yeah. How gross am I? Oh, <laughs> Ooh, you're aesthetically pleasing. Come to Charlie. So I got them both. I'm not. I'm a good human being. Ish. Ish. I just convinced you of it again. I know you did it. Look see at how, you. See how easy you're it is? such a good friend. <laughs> easy. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> I still haven't told her. Uh oh. <laughs> Jordan's not going to listen to this anyway, so yeah, you can tell sure. our listeners. <laughs> when I, when Sam and I were on our way from the shelter to my home from Malibu, Malibu to Hollywood area. Uh, <laughs> Jordan was out of town. Jordan did not know aware I was Aware that to there go. was cats coming to the house. Oh, but I did. not aware that. They had fleas. <laughs> 
<laughs> the shelter didn't tell me either. No, they didn't. It was very rude. So we were on the way there. I'm like, uh, their fur is moving. No, that w- it was. Oh, we were already we, home. At, we're at your apartment. We're so like high. playing with the cute little adorable little kittens. And we're like, that's weird. The spot on his nose moved. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And why the fuck wouldn't that shelter tell me? I How know. rude. It's not like you wouldn't have taken them. You right. just would have like maybe taken them to get a bath first. I would have gotten that shampoo. Right. That way I went to yeah, contaminate my whole fucking... Oh, that was a rough couple. Yeah. And that was... And my, so, my roommate at the time, Jordan, y'all remember her. She has a bit of an issue with bugs. And I still haven't told her that this has happened. Because she was gone at work. <laughs> she, she still was, doesn't know. She still, she doesn't, does, she still s- doesn't know that not only did you get two cats... Well, she knows that. Right, right, right. right. But... They also had fleas. They had fleas. <laughs> I had fucking to deal with that shit for like days. But uh, it's a good thing she was out of town. <laughs> and she hates bugs like Sam does almost. And it's it's uh, and when I was moving, uh, Sam and I always laugh like as I was closing the door, I'd be like, by the way, cats have the cats had fleas when I got there. Like, closing <laughs> the door and just walking away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I like holding that over you too. Oh bitch, that's so funny. At least it's out in the universe. If you now. don't get me Starbucks, I'm gonna tell Jordan that the cat's had fleas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you already told her about that spider. Now we'll know if she listens to our podcast or not, because then she <laughs> we're gonna get a mean text. <laughs> Literally now so much to tell her. This will be our telling of how good of a friend she is, like if she listens to this or not. <laughs> <laughs> As we're talking about Simon. And she still lives there. That itch you feel was from me. No. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, yeah. In the wrong context. That could be devastating, huh? Um, Anywho. So getting your dogs to steal for you is actually a really smart idea. Brilliant. And add a cat mm-hmm. in there. Who's going to expect a cat and a dog working right, together? Because the cat, the animals cannot get in trouble by law for it, right? Is there ever Can been they, a I case? feel like monkeys. Has there ever been a case in the U.S. government where a dog got arrested? I guess I've never Googled that question before. I've never Googled <laughs> that either, but I'm going to get Maybe for public know. intoxication. Dogs get fucked. Like, you can't, fr- you can't, like... I mean, it, actually, I guess it's not that smart of an idea because the dogs didn't actually steal any money. Yeah, they're pretty stupid. But they if just... they would have been able to, like, pull it off, brilliant. <laughs> if daddy doesn't eat, no one will buy dog food. <laughs> I want that on my ass tattooed. <laughs> uh, dead men do not buy dog food. That's what it was. That's dead men do not buy dog food. Just like a tramp stamp right you over. See, you can't say that to Duck and Chick because they'll they'll say, yeah, well, we'll just eat your face. They'll eat my damn face. They'll be like, Bang. we're good for a couple of weeks and then we'll jump the fucking coop. Boom. <laughs> By that time, rent will be overdue. They'll evict you, open the doors, and they'll be out. <laughs> they'll be free. Yeah, my place don't play. We were a day late. You will be evicted if we don't get the rent for the next five Yikes. days. Yeah, really shitty apartment owners. Never been late. It was late by a day. Mm, Moving mm, past. Mm, not annoyed. Mm-hmm, <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Um, so that uh, when the dogs are all dancing in the street, remember that in the very beginning? Yeah. To me, it was serving me some Pat Benatar. We are young! I thought they were going to have like a musical rumble, too. I just saw that music video too. for the first time the other day. Oh, it's one I've of my favorites. It. Yes, yeah, it's I think if the world would handle wars like Pat Benatar handles confrontation, we'd be better off in society. I mean, I was a little confused about like all of the elements of that music video. Like... Did she become a hooker? <laughs> it's not about being a hoe. Is I don't get what it's about. Like, is she like not able to be with her boyfriend because she has to be a prostitute, or because her parents aren't don't want her to be with him? I feel like, like it was very a confusing. footloose situation. He wants her to dance and have fun and be free, and everybody else wants her not to be. And then they're at the bar. Can't be with her boyfriend either. Like right. she leaves. At, it's all. Confusing it's a lot. To me. It's a lot. But the dancing is great. But Pat Benedict. The outfits has, are eighties. They're so great. Oh my god. The shoulder fucking moment. Said eighties. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't see the clouds with all the shade in this room. Okay. Um. Stupid. But the animals dancing was cute. I agree. Uh, homegirl Georgette can walk down a staircase. <laughs> With that huge train behind her. The way she walks down, like, prance down. Great. Mm. Live. I Serve wish, it. I pretend to do that every time I walk down the Oscars staircase at Hollywood and Highland. Yeah. I always pretend I'm RuPaul. Cover girl! Put the bass in your walk! Or nice. I think, can you please get out of my way? I just need to go. I don't want to be in your photos. <laughs> I don't want to be in your photo. <laughs> That's not fair. Fairs are for tourists, kid. What is that from? Oliver and Company. That was a quote in there? That's great. I wrote it down because I was like, that's a good line. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what was the other one that Chihuahua says? Says. Says. Damn it. Everything that Tito said when I was like was the funniest shit to me. Absolutely. If this is torture, chain me to the wall. Yeah. We did not practice that. Look at us. We're like the fucking was, temptations. Um, Cheech. Cheech. Cheech uh, Marin. Cheech and Chong. Yes. I am your school bus driver. That's all the words that I know to that song. That's a song? They were, they had like a kid's album. Like kid's songs album. No kidding? Yeah, they played it on, you didn't listen to um, Radio Oz? No. I thought Oz is about gay men in prison. No, Radio Oz was the radio channel oh. in the in Minneapolis and St. Paul, Twin Cities. Sure. In the 80s and the 90s. And it got replaced by Radio Disney in the 90s. But before then, they just played, like, kids music. And they had Cheech and Chong had the song, I am your school bus driver. And that's all I remember. I don't know. It's tragic. I live in the country. We didn't have it. Stop saying that stuff. We couldn't get that reception where I lived. Uh, you I lived was... in the city, probably by the station a little bit. Yeah, it was in St. Louis Park. I remember. Um, I called into the radio once. I was on air. Wow. Your girl was on air. You're like Fraser Crane. I called and requested. Kiss what? the girl from The Little Mermaid. Sha la 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 la, don't be shy! <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Did you record it at home? I You're... didn't record it. I just 
like me and my sister were listening to the radio and they said you can call in and request no i meant did you record you being on the radio no we were just listening to the radio yeah there's like a little bit of a delay though because you would call while a song was playing oh and that's when they play it so i heard myself on the radio fun and then they played the song but did you did it's you get like, that? that was Please move away from the radio. <laughs> hey, bitch, we have a microphone no, in front of us. No, because the radio was in our room, and this was before cordless phones, so we had to go into the kitchen while a song was playing, call them, then went back to our room to listen to the radio. So I heard myself. Oh, that's funny. By the radio. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah, I'll never be more famous than I was at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the internet. That That's the way peak better. Of my fame was radio. <laughs> you <odds>. peaked. You <laughs> peaked, much like the beginning of this movie. <laughs> right, I peaked young. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm still waiting for that glorious moment. <laughs> my cats never tucked me into bed and fed me. I know that was such a tender moment. It was, but now I feel very disappointed in mine. Well, they did feed him dog biscuits. Bitch, I'll eat anything. Offer of them, but like, would you want to eat that? I mean, how high? Have you ever? Have you ever eaten a dog biscuit? No, I haven't. Why? Don't look at me concerned. Ew! No, Sam, look at me. No, I I feel like you have. I know you keep staring at me. I have. I ate one once. I remember, I have a picture of the day that it happened, because my mom was a, a sign painter, so she was painting um, a side of a truck, and so me and my sister were there, and there was a super cute dog there, so we were playing with the dog under this, like, huge semi-truck. Don't tell me you played Lady in the Tramp and with the dog. I don't think so. We were just playing with the dog, because it was cute. We were little, little baby kids. Okay. And somebody gave us a box of dog treats to say, here, give these. you can give these to the dog. And there's a picture of me <laughs> under the truck with my cute little pigtails. You look at me like, again. obviously, I tried them. And I was like, well, the dog loves it. Like, it must be good. <laughs> it must. Because they, do see, they don't just see anything. I didn't know. I didn't <laughs> right. have a dog back then. I was a little baby. <laughs> so I ate it. My sister, egging me on, yeah, you should try it. <laughs> Looking back on it, I think she knew better. You eat mustard to get your bills taken care of at trivia. It's different. It's different. I get paid for that. Eating a spoonful of mustard is not terrible. No, I love mustard. I would do that for free drinks. Exactly. It's just they were. So... I've eaten dick for free drinks. No, that's too much. Oh, okay. <laughs> My friend is so disgusted at the thought of mustard on anything. I was that he offered to. He's like, you would eat a spoonful of mustard. I was like, well, that sounds disgusting in my mind. That's not gross, but whatever. I was like, that sounds disgusting. I'll only do it if you buy me my drinks tonight. And he was like, yeah, because I don't believe you'll do it. I was like, yeah, it's so gross. (laughs) I'd be like, pay for the check because I don't believe you'll do this, and then I'll eat some damn mustard. Okay. Do you want to throw some Tabasco? No, I don't like Tabasco. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's how I get my drinks paid for. At- <laughs> it's better than me. At least you don't have to pay for the knee surgery. Ah, ah. Okay, Charlie. Mm. Does that make you uncomfortable? No. Uh, <laughs> any, that, but it does remind me of your your uh, rescue as Dananda. My Dananda. Ikapod. Ikapod. 
Ukraine. Yeah, the connection. Yeah, lives collide. Which is, I will say, here's a little interesting tidbit that you might not have known, but, or maybe you did, and this helps supplant your theory, but Oliver and Company was originally going to be a sequel to The Rescuers. The original Rescuers, not The Rescuers, Dan and Oh, no shit. Yeah, that's why the girl in The Rescuers looks similar to the girl in Oliver and Company. And hmm. they, were, they were the little mice going to go rescue and somehow this cat was going to be involved, I think. Or maybe the cat came along later. But anyways, yeah. I'm glad they didn't do that But then they that scrapped right. that idea. Good. So then we got Oliver and Company and The Rescuers, Dan and Right. I don't remember the Disney version of Sleepy Hollow. No, they, he looks I mean, pretty I I similar, it, except for he looks like he's a little bit tweaked out in this Oliver and Company compared to how he's put oh, together. Oh, they look the same? I think so. He So, Dom DeLuise, his voice what? is so recognizable. I, he pops up on screen immediately. I love him. I love his voice. It's truly, it's literally, it's very what's iconic. your childhood? Dom DeLuise's voice. That's my childhood. That's my fucking childhood. Because he plays that big old cat in Five O, like everything. Yeah, Ugh. he's in. I hear his voice and I immediately think Itchy. Yeah. From All Dogs Go to Heaven. Yeah. He's like oh, the most yeah. iconic character to me. So when I hear his voice in Oliver and Company, all I picture is it's like Itchy, but like somehow Itchy's a dog for some reason, <laughs> or a person. I was like, he is a dog. the opposite. <laughs> He's like a person for some reason. Maybe that's why all the dogs are so nice to him, because they know he's secretly a dog. And he was once a cat in Bible. <sighs> Crazy. They just know. That should it. be your theory. There Those are all connected. Whoa! By Itchy. Oh my god. And Itchy's just living his India multi-dimensional, like, what is that? Um, karma rebirth? Yeah, and then he what am I looking reborn for? What after Oliver and Company. He's reborn as a dog knowing that he, in a previous life, had just gone through that whole ordeal with, like, the bridge and the car. And having to fear dogs. And then he's put in Charlie's life to help Charlie and all dogs go to heaven. There's your theory. It's all in there! It's all in there! I solved it. It's all in there! And that's a crossover. And that, my friends, (laughs) is what they call closure. A crossover. A crossover. (laughs) That's a Disney and then a Don Bluth. Oh, done. Anyways, so yeah, I enjoyed this movie. It was cool. It was chill. I'd like it. I'd watch it again. I wouldn't watch it again. Um, I thought the first sequence was great. If we could get more of that, I'd be probably with it. I just don't think that I would... I'd probably fall asleep if I had to watch this again. Ooh. I thought you were sleeping the whole time you were watching it this time. <laughs> I noticed you leaned over to look me square in the face to make sure I was still awake. It was rough. <laughs> it was fucking white knuckling it, I'll be honest with you, but... We made it through. Mm-hmm. It wasn't horrific. It's just when I see Bette Midler and Jubby Lawrence, I'm thinking I'm going to be tintillated and sinfully excited. Never heard somebody talk about Joey Lawrence like that. Joey Lawrence. Joey Lawrence. He was a fucking babe. I was always into his brother more, Matthew Lawrence. The younger one? The younger one from, uh, I don't think he's the youngest. No, Matthew? he's less younger. The youngest. the middle one, I think. Yeah. Um, but Matthew was in... Boy Meets World. He was in Boy Meets World later in the college yeah. years. Yeah. Before that, he was in Mrs. Doubtfire. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was the son who had the birthday. 
<laughs> I don't know why it came out like that, but there it is. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's my favorite Lord's brother. No way, man. I'm glad we got that covered. Joey was a babe, and he knows how to take care of some eyebrows. Yeah, well... He still is a babe. That He is a Do you fi- watch Celebrity Big Brother? No, I don't he care. He refused to be in an alliance, and I think that sealed his fate. I don't think he's going to win. I don't care. He as If he's doing something naked, I'll watch. It is funny watching... Um, <laughs> There's, because they do, like, competitions on Big Brother. Mm -hmm. They're, like, a lot of them are, like, outlast competitions where you have to stand on a thing and they throw stuff at you and whoever holds on the longest wins. Okay. (laughs) There's, like, a compilation of of him, of just Joey Lawrence, because they're all mic'd up so that you can hear them talking. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, just a compilation of him throughout that two hours of him complaining about the, like, seriously, the producers can't, like, make it warm in here? Like, it's cold. (laughs) Look, I said he's pretty. I didn't say he's a decent human being. He's being a celebrity through and through the whole time. It is pretty funny. But... But he's that still before, drinkable. I watched that before I knew that he was Oliver from Oliver and Company. Now and now you valid. see it in a different... You should have just said that. Hello, Did I you... was in the Oliver and Company? I was in a box <laughs> in the rain, assholes. I won't be in the cold for you. Right? <laughs> so dumb. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a... Well, I think that concludes our episode. You guys, that was a horrible cartoon. Thanks for struggling through it with us. I'm glad that... It was that not w- horrible. It was pretty, and I liked it. it the first sequence was great. <laughs> I'm not mad at the whole movie. It's not like top It'll be a fun. but it's cute. It's so, cute. Okay. All right. You're right. You're right. I it don't is hate cute. It, it will be a great it. Saturday morning cartoon special event. Sure. They should play it on Saturday mornings on TV. You're right. <laughs> You're such a bitch. (laughs) But please rate us on iTunes. Give us all the stars you can possibly muster. Give us a comment. Tell us what you like. Tell us if there's a a movie that you want us to do. That's interesting to know, right? Yeah. Um, Tweet us. us I was thinking about maybe doing a little poll and seeing what. Maybe we'll get three options out there and see what you want to do. But uh, thank you so much for joining us. There's something I'm missing. Uh, our Twitter handle. You said, oh, right. Yeah. 80s Babies, at 80s Babies a Cinema, where both Sam and I take care of that nowadays. Yeah, and you can tell when Charlie <laughs> is taking care of that. Because he tweets as if he's Charlie. She finally gave me the reins. <laughs> I gave him the password, and I think everyone can tell. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for having us back. We're back, happy to be back, and we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Did I sound like the AOL thing? Goodbye.